this is kasturi here and the fifth episode of the podcast value and awareness brings you the world famous festival of puri rath yatra which is devoted to lord jagannath one of the incarnations of lord vishnu stick around to learn about the wonderful aspects of this festival my podcast is available in apple podcast google podcast spotify anchor radio public breaker and pocket cast you just need to search for value and awareness hundreds and thousands of devotees from all across the world take part in the procession every year which begins from the iconic puri temple a majestic chariot festival rath yatra is a hindu festival associated with lord jagannath held at puri in the state of odisha every year however due to the covid-19 global health scare the annual event got widely impacted last year in a historic first the iconic rath yatra of lord jagannath was held in the pilgrim town without the usual sea of devotees and amid tight security in view of the surging coronavirus cases well this year too the much awaited event will be held without devotees and with strict covid protocols in place in a bid to curb the spread of covid-19 infections the world famous rath yatra will be held on july 12th this year sri jagannath temple administration chief administrator said recently that only servitors and temple officials will participate in the rituals this festival is observed on the second day of asada month that is late june or early july in ancient literature this day is referred to as asada shukla paksha ditya annually three giant separate wooden chariots are made of a kind of neem tree for the deities lord jagannath his elder brother lord balabhadra and his sister devi subhadra lord jagannath's rath nandighosa is about 44 feet tall the chariot has 16 wheels and the dominant colors used for that are red and yellow similarly lord balabhadra's chariot is called taladhvaja and it stands tall at 43 feet it has 14 wheels and the colors used for decorating it are red and bluish green meanwhile devi subhadra's chariot has 12 wheels and the colors associated with her are red and black her chariot is known as darpadalana and it is 42 feet in height the world famous rath yatra of puri also finds a mention in ancient scriptures such as the brahma purana padma purana skanda purana and kapila sanhita the ritual of bringing the idols of lord jagannath lord balabhadra and devi subhadra out of the temple and installing them in their respective chariots is called pohandi interestingly the king known as the gajapati dresses like a sweeper and cleans the road with a golden handled broom and water scented with sandalwood paste this ritual is called the chera pohara it is repeated on the last day of the yatra 
as well the procession of the deities start from the temple and head to the gundicha temple built in the memory of the queen of king indradyumna who built the famous puri temple on the fourth day goddess lakshmi the consort of lord jagannath visits the gundicha temple to meet her husband lord jagannath as per the tradition the deities begin their return journey on asada suklapaksha dasami a custom known as bahuda it is also called dakshina bhimukhi according to the ezul custom before returning to their abode the gods halt at gades ardhasini temple to pay obeisances to her the concluding rituals of rathyatra called sunabesha and adharapana are conducted on the 10th and 11th day respectively sunabesha is a ritual when the gods are decorated with gold ornaments last year ornaments weighing about 200 kilos were worn by the deities and the adharapana is the sweet offerings made to the deities after which they are taken around the city in a rath the other names of car festival that is rathyatra are shri gundicha yatra navadinatmaka yatra patitapavana yatra ghosha yatra mahavedi yatra dakshinabhimukhi yatra dashavatara yatra adapa yatra etc it have specific importance and philosophy related to the organization of car festival since lord jagannath proclaims to grant bliss to all devotees it is named as ghosha yatra the meaning of ghosha is to announce or proclaim publicly since lord jagannath leaves grand temple for 9 days and returns back after visiting shri gundicha temple it is also named as navadinatmaka yatra at the time of consecration of jagannath temple queen gundicha requested lord jagannath to visit his birthplace that is gundicha temple at least once in a year honoring the request of mother gundicha lord jagannath has been visiting gundicha temple once in a year hence the name of the festival is gundicha yatra the car festival is also called as patita pavana yatra patita means downtrodden and pavana means to purify or to remove the effects of sin during car festival devotees of all religions have the darshan of lord jagannath along with his brother sister and weapon on the chariots in order to facilitate the darshan lord jagannath has been coming out of the grand temple to the grand road to grant salvation to the devotees of all religions of the world hence it is called patita pavana yatra chariots move from the entrance point of grand temple towards northern side and return back from the northern to southern direction to reach the grand temple hence the festival is also named as dakshinabhimukhi yatra the other name of sanctum sanctorum existing at gundicha temple is adapa mandapa since lord jagannath stays during car festival on adapa mandapa the festival is also named as adapa yatra the religious rites for 10 incarnations are observed during car festival and images of different incarnations of god are also installed at different chariots considering such importance the festival is also called 
as Dasavatara Yatra. Though the festival is named differently by scholars of various fields of Hindu religion, mainly the festival is famous as Rathyatra, that is Kar festival. The celebration of Kar festival is an age-old tradition in Odisha. Let's invite Vidya, a student of class 12, what she has to express on this grand occasion. Nidanchala Nivashaya Nityaya Paramatma Manaha Balabhadra Shubhadram Jagannathaya Namaha Lord Jagannath has been a part and partial of our flesh and blood, so that we dedicate our joys and sorrows, adversity and prosperity, marriage and death, action inaction to Him. Needless to say that Lord Jagannath's eternal presence in our life, in our deed, in our thought is always felt, which encourages us, cheers us and makes our life supple, solicitor and disciplined. The Odias have attributed humanly characteristics to God. What an Odia does every day, eats every day and in fears and functions, Lord Jagannath in Gundicha temple is expected to do so. People quarrel with him, offer him coconut and he accepts it wholeheartedly. He abandons racial discrimination, rich poor class division, higher class and lower class mentality. And therefore, he is the lord of all the Hindus as well as all the Muslims. Therefore, every year he, along with his elder brother Balabhadra, sister Subhadra, comes out of the Bada Deoda, sitting in three attractive chariots respectively. And the enchanted devotees pull the huge majestic string of the chariots so that they run pompously amidst the hurry bowl, the ceaseless playing of cymbals, guinea, odyssey dance, etc. Puri witnesses an ocean of people mad in the love of Lord Jagannath, forgetful of all their sorrows. The car festival becomes a mass festival, eagerly awaited fervor and enthusiasm, spirit, devotion, love, friendliness, sacredness all around the sky. But can we look beyond the trappings and festivities of this annual ritual of Hindus and grasp the essence of an eternal Indian tradition of accommodation? Yes, we can. To begin with, let us note how the roughly chiseled stump of wood called Jagannath, keeps flaunting a historic right to differ. By remaining proudly aniconic in the midst of a brahminically approved pantheon of anthropometric deities, no hands, no feet, the deity reminds us that the religion of our forefathers was not a closed club, but that it was forever open to all forms of gods, girls, beliefs, writs, and even remarkable oddities that it has many things to teach, that the Rathyatra has got to teach a lot of lessons to all the people around the world. The very first thing is that how distinctive Hinduism can be. No other cult has a ritual where the gods are taken for a ride through the city. But let's be proud we have this in Hinduism and thanks to Rathyatra we learn this. To our generation, as I have seen Easter, Christmas or any other Western festival is such a fascinating thing. 
but festivals like Rathyatra is just a mere day. We aren't filled with enthusiasm, so this area needs a change. Beyond the shackles of the Western influence, when we dive into the depth of our own religious festivities, believe me, all of our mind and heart will stick there. The second thing that the Rathyatra teaches is faith. As students, we have always been told that faith is the force of life. And the ocean of devotees gathered at wherever place the chariot moves proves the statement right. Not everyone who comes to Puri comes with a happy shul. They may have sorrow, they may are depressed, anxious, but each one of them have faith. So, the thing I want to say is, often depressed, we keep up on the face of difficulties. We start thinking that nothing is left to be done. And we start doing things that are not what to be done. So remember, everyone, somewhere, somehow, is in some kind of problem, big or small. And the Charot Festival is a big picture of how faith can move mountains. Because everyone there hopes that Lord Jagannath will heal them. He may not heal, but at least they are hoping. And who knows, the hope turns into a reality. Then, according to those who have pulled the chariots of Lord Jagannath in Puri, have said that Lord Jagannath seems to refuse moving initially when the festivity begins. No matter how many hundreds or lakhs of people pull it from behind or front, Lord Jagannath's chariot seems to stand still, despite massive push and pull. The Lord agrees to go ahead and his chariot starts moving only after hours of cosmic effort. So the third lesson is, for all of the student age, is that we need to keep trying. We need to put our sincere efforts, first, second, third, fourth, continuous efforts because at the end of the day we will realize that our efforts have worked out because only efforts can turn destiny into your favor nothing else can do and Rathyatra teaches this last but not the least it teaches that no religion no creed no position no authority is above the supreme when the king of Puri cleans the road f for the chariot to move in on that, it proves that position is never a matter. So if you think that you are the topper of the class and just because of this you are much egoistic, so please drop this idea because the teacher teaching in the class is yet more talented. The principal in the office is yet more talented. And the one above him is far more talented. So remember, in life there is always someone with something more. At last, I just want to say that next time when we will uh, see Rathyatra either on TV 
or at any other place let's just not see it let's learn thing and apply it in our lives let's just don't capture images let's capture lessons thank you thank you vidya for your wonderful expression of ideas on this grand occasion let's know something about the deities that are worshiped during the festival there are a total of seven deities namely lord jagannath lord balabhadra devi subhadra sri sudarsana sri madana mohana sri rama and sri krishna who are seated in the chariot and moved across the two temples mainly three deities are prominent and are known as trimurti lord jagannath is regarded as the supreme god and the sovereign monarch in the odia culture and is an incarnation of lord vishnu the wooden idols of the three deities are placed in their chariots along with their four companions and pulled by thousands of people across a 3 km long stretch from the jagannath temple to gundicha temple the idols are bathed with 109 buckets of water before the commencement of the yatra and the process is called snanapurnima after this they are placed in isolation considering that they are ill until the day of the procession this duration is called anabasara the next ritual called chera pahara where the deities are placed on the chariots by the king or the royal successor of odisha himself then the three deities are pulled in their chariots to gundicha temple and stay at their aunt's place for a span of 9 days before coming back to the sri mandir the return journey is called bahuda yatra as i expressed previously the festival of rath yatra has different beliefs and people of many faith celebrate this festival it is believed that lord jagannath the supreme god blesses the devotees with whatever they desire Jagannath Puri temple is considered as one of the char dham of Hindu religion. Let's go over some lessons we can learn from this world famous festival. First, we can learn from Rath Yatra is that the unconditional love for our relatives. Second, a person who travels in such kind of ratha can reach the desired goal, the Lord's soul. In Narada Purana Lord says that he is present at every place where truth is followed with heart without greed jealousy and anger The third lesson that we learn from this festival is that we should be patient and stable in any situation Rath Yatra is a great festival because of its ability to unite people in its festivity All people rich and poor brahmins or sudras equally enjoy the fairs and the joy they bring the centuries old festival of chariots celebrates a day of universal brotherhood love compassion and togetherness to honor the lord jagannath the lord of the universe happy rath yatra to all the followers jai jagannath thanks for joining me for this episode of value and awareness Keep on listening to my podcast and follow me on this app to stay updated about the upcoming episodes. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.
Hello friends, this episode of Value and Awareness focused on National Education Policy 2020, that is NEP 2020, which will bring transformational reforms in school and higher education systems in the country. The aim of the new policy is the universalization of education from preschool to secondary level with gross enrollment ratio, that is GER, in school education by 2030. Stay tuned to know. the transformation of our system of education after 34 years and follow me on this journey my podcast is available in apple podcast google podcast spotify anchor radio public breaker and pocket cast just you need to search for value and awareness the national education policy will transform future challenges into opportunities by developing a quality education system under the dynamic leadership of honorable prime minister of india sir narendra modi this well thought and forward looking document will be an important milestone in india's journey towards becoming a global knowledge change is the only constant as our young nations strides towards development and advancing our capabilities globally it becomes imperative to take inspiration from our ancient heritage and cultural values to transform the existing status quo with a modern and futuristic approach the new education policy is a much needed guiding light to nurture the inherent potentials of young minds the former president of india dr apj abdul kalam had emphasized the need for a value based education that instills righteousness at a young age to make a cultured citizenry capable of transforming india into a prosperous peaceful secure happy and developed nation the national education policy in effect until now was 34 years old a more apt vision was needed to meet the aspirations of new india since january 2015 an unprecedented consultation that involved nearly 2 lakh suggestions from 2.5 lakh gram panchayats 6600 blocks and 676 districts took place in committees constituted under the chairmanship of former cabinet secretary T.S. R. Subramanian and eminent scientist K. Kasturi Rangan which ultimately fructified into the NEP 2020 this is an ambitious and futuristic policy that ensures opportunities for children to hone their talents by fixing the lacuna in the education system recognizing the urgency of foundational learning the shift from the 10 plus 2 system to the 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 with foundation preparatory middle and secondary stages will focus on a more holistic development of children the emphasis on skills like analysis critical thinking conceptual clarity and co-curricular and vocational subjects will diversify their learning universal access at all levels of school education will be guaranteed and it is proposed that the around 2 crore children who drop out will be brought back into the education system the mandatory teaching of an indian language will protect and promote our linguistic and cultural diversity india has thousands of languages and dialects and each language 
has its significance and identity. India takes pride in this. But on the other hand, 196 languages in the country have been included in the list of endangered languages by UNESCO. The NEP's emphasis on local languages will address these concerns. The implementation of a mother tongue based multilingual education system will pave the way for addressing the pending demands of recognizing many languages of India. The proposed reform in school curricula and pedagogy, a transparent process for teacher recruitment, merit-based promotion and development of the national professional standards of teachers, setting of a gender inclusion fund and also special education zones for disadvantaged regions and groups will empower the academic fraternity. Changes like Parak, performance assessment, review and analysis of knowledge for holistic development, will redesign assessment and standardize the education boards across the country. The objective is to give equal emphasis on all subjects that is science, social science, art, languages, sports, mathematics with integration of vocational and academic streams in school. The NEP will promote skill-based education and enhance the practical skills of the students. So let's know the key differences between existing academic structure and new academic structure. There are three streams which a student can choose from science, commerce and arts in existing academic structure but in new academic structure no hard separation of streams are there a student can choose his stream according to his or her interest or desire the pedagogical structure in the existing system is 10 plus 2 plus 3 but in new academic structure it is 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 the board exams is based on memorizing facts and used to be held once a year in the existing system but in new academic structure, it is based on co core competencies with students allowed to take the exam twice. The award of degree in existing system is after completion of three or four years, the degree is provided to the student. But in new academic structure, multiple exit options with certificate after one year and diploma after two years. Vocational education is not there in the existing academic structure, but in new academic structure, vocational education is there from class 6 with internships. Marksheet scoring in the existing system is based on marks obtained in exam, but in new academic structure, 360 degree performance evaluation is there. The entrance test in the existing system, it is multiple entrance test. But in new academic structure, there is single entrance test for the students. So let's uh, know uh, that the students review that some of the students of CBSC regarding this policy. Let's listen to them. Thank you students for your insights. Friends, in the next episode, the key aspects of the new education policy along with major changes will be conveyed. Thank you. Bye-bye.